You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, 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 yo. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barron. We have one specific, very specific goal, and that is to bring you the best thinkers the most knowledgeable people in dentistry to help you create a better practice and a better life. And today I bring in another great friend of mine who I've had many times, Dave Monahan, who's the CEO from Clear. This guy is brilliant. And he shares with us how to improve your results, automate more with less work and the intelligence behind this data. I promise you, you're going to enjoy this. So check it out and we'll see you guys soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. I love that you're showing up. Number one, thank you just for showing up. And number two, every time you do, this is my promise. I'm going to bring you great thinkers, intelligent people in dentistry, and if you listen carefully, it's going to improve your practice and your life. And I have got a good good friend of mine, Dave Monahan, who is the CEO and founder of Clear. And we're going to be talking about how you can greatly improve your results. You can automate them too. And it'll happen in less time. And how you can do that because the world is changing and they've introduced a whole new intelligence platform that we're going to be talking about. But uh, I'm so excited you're here. So Dave, Dave, thanks for joining us, buddy. I appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me back, Kirk. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So now I got to say this. Every time I talk to you, I learn that much more. You're a sharp, sharp guy. And what you're doing is changing the game for us and a lot of the people we serve, not only on the membership side of things, but the data side of things. And I think one of my favorite phrases that I always throw around is machine learning. Like you've got a team and somebody on your team that has a master's in machine learning. Now that just freaks me out every time I even put that phrase together, but it's, it implies that you guys are learning things while I'm sleeping. So I like that. So that's kind of <laughs> cool. And then transferring that learning to us. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about these results because I think every dentist watching or listening is like, listen, I just want to create some progress and some results, but we often get stuck on how to do it. But let's start here, Dave. 
I always want people to know who you are. You just got back from ADOM. I heard you had an amazing time there and created uh, an awesome presentation for everybody. But who is Dave Monahan? What's clear? Can you share that? Yeah, yeah. So real quick, Dave Monahan. Um, you sort of implied it, but I'm an engineer by training, uh, and and was in. Um, I worked for Northrop Grumman Defense Electronics. We did avionics controls and surveillance systems for fighter aircraft and drones. Um, I did that for about six or seven years. Got an MBA in, uh, as I was doing that, and then moved over into the business side. Uh, I ran a number of businesses for Microsoft. I uh, learned a ton there, including at that time when I was there, uh, there were about twenty thousand employees. When I left, it was like 70,000, but got to spend time with Bill Gates and Steve Ballmer and those guys and just learned an absolute ton. I went off on my own. I was CEO of a small company called Fitlinks, and we did wearable devices that monitored health and fitness. Uh, we did the product everybody knows that we've done, we did was uh, called Nike Plus, and that was that little chip you put into your shoe and a tractor runs. Um, and then from there, we built a bunch of products, but one that we ended up, the company got acquired basically for our uh, body-worn technology. So we created patches that can monitor your cardiovascular system and send that data through wireless networks and get it back to wellness providers, fitness providers, and healthcare providers. Uh, and then after I sold the company, tried to figure out what I want to do next, ran into somebody who owns six dental practices. Uh, he told me about the woes of dental insurance and the woes of trying to get people into the dental office. Uh, I had no idea about either one of those. So I was curious and spent about 12 months doing market research from that market research we created clear. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. So it's really clear that this is not your first rodeo. You've done a lot of this before. And I think one of my favorite things about you guys is you guys just aren't, you didn't create this to just sell a bunch of product. Like you really went into it with a pure heart of helping dentists maintain their freedom. And through it, there's some vehicles, there's some learning. And every time I'm with you guys, it's awesome to get this learning. And today we're going to be talking about, you guys have had over 7,000 installs, uh, not only solo practices, but DSOs in all 50 states. And one of the biggest jumps, when we're talking about results, we can get really specific on this. You're talking about increasing treatment acceptance over 142%, production growing at 172%, and collections at 182%. Now, I'm going to stop you right there. Those are big numbers, and most dentists are going to go, yeah, whatever, okay? And I'll tell you guys, Dave's a data guy. So, like, where'd you get those numbers? Tell us how those numbers came to be and why. Cool. Yeah, so I'll start with the, the value proposition and why those numbers sort of get generated, and I'll talk about how we uh, measure the results. So, at a um, real high level, your fee-for-service patients, so your uninsured patients, through our market research, we learned they feel very exposed when they walk into your dental practice. So they don't have coverage. They're not getting you know any access to discounts. They don't want to negotiate pricing. Um, and so they're just ex feel exposed. They don't want to come in, so they don't come in very often. And when they're in, they don't accept a lot of treatment. I know you're going to have your wealthy fee-for-service patients that are going to pay full fee, come in all the time. Well, like, that's a tiny percentage of the total. So on average, a fee-for-service patient comes in about half a time a year or once every two years. I know people will argue with me on that, but that's data straight from practice management systems. Right. Uh, so you got that one set of patients, right? On the other set, side of the equation, you have your insured patients, right? They come in, they actually come in 1.5 times a year, right? And they accept a lot more treatment uh, than your uninsured, but you're giving away on average 33% off of your full fee, plus your 10% uh, uh, doesn't get paid, right? Is, is uh, denied. So roughly 
40%, right? You're down on the insurance side. So you have patients come in all the time, are very hard to make any profit off of, and you have other patients that are profitable that don't come in. So what does a membership plan do? It gives the patient coverage. It gives them access to some uh, discounts. Most importantly, though, they're paying a subscription for access to their hygiene visits. Mm -hmm. And so on average on our platform, a patient pays $30 a month. That goes directly to the or to the practice. That's not given to Claire. That goes to the practice. Doesn't go to insure. Doesn't go to a third party. Right. It goes straight to the practice. And for that $30 a month, again, it'll range. It'll range from $20 or $50 a month, depending on the type of plan and where you are from an economic standpoint, like where you're located. But the net is that uh, patient for paying that subscription gets their two cleanings or two exams, right? Their x-rays, uh, typically an emergency exam. We'll design this with the practice, customized for the practice, depending on what their treatment protocol is. But since they're paying that subscription, they come in. They come into your office for their hygiene visits. So it goes from a fee-for-service patient who comes in once every two years to a membership plan patient who comes in one and a half times a year. That's the numbers. Um, so they come in three times more often. Um, what happens when somebody's in hygiene? They accept treatment. Right. So 75% of all treatment is accepted in the hygiene chair. So it creates this cycle where they come in, they get treatment, they get their hygiene, they accept treatment. And so getting to the numbers, what uh, we do is we actually pull the data from the practice management systems. And to your point, I have a the, my CTO has a PhD in machine learning from Penn, and he's created a whole data infrastructure to do the measuring uh, and the algorithms on top of that to to uh, to you know whatever make sure it's accurate. But but the net is a when you measure a clear patient who's using a membership plan versus a fee for service patient, their tr their visits they they come in twice as often. Your percentages are correct. They accept 142% more treatment. They uh, production is about 172% more, and collections are 182% more. It is so consistent, Kirk. It might go up and down a little bit, practice by practice. But we've been measuring for two years now, and so we have a lot of practice data. It is amazingly consistent at those percentages. So it's just something. It's not us making up the numbers. These are numbers straight from the practice management systems of our practices. Yeah, and I love it because you know the first hurdle that most dentists have to get over is like, no, I get full fee and my patients come in all the time. Well, the data would tell you something different. And Dave, you're not on to something new to just dentistry alone. I mean, memberships are not a new concept. They exist for a reason in most businesses. And I would actually say it's silly to create any business that doesn't have a membership plan. You know, they're more stable businesses. And the reason they're more stable to be purchased, transferred, grown, scale is they're predictable. And so the data always comes back to telling us the truth. I want to go back to something because quantitatively and qualitatively about your data, the other thing I appreciate is you're really trying to get behind the emotional aspect of patients. You use the word, you know, exposed. That's a great word because, you know, a lot of a lot of people, if they don't go to a dentist because they don't perceive that coverage or that help or that benefit. And I think if you can just get over that first huddle, the other thing, I mean, there's, I could talk, I could actually take over this podcast and you could just sit there and nod your head because I'm such a fan <laughs> and I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. The other thing is, is that, you know, if you've ever been in the PPO conversation, you're just tired of having that conversation. Somebody else is playing with dials and controlling your future. The cool thing is you reclaim the dials and you play with your own future. What a great business plan that is. And then we get to the automation part. What you guys are introducing this next quarter is the game changer. I think you're using that data and you're automating. Here's an example, recovering payments. That is a pain in the rear 
for most practices, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, where we're headed. So we the platform as it stands today automates a lot of things, right? So it automates the subscription payments. It automates the renewals. It, it has compliance built in. Uh, we automate some of the, you know, we have marketing materials for people. So we've automated a lot of the uh, of the membership plan. But what we've learned, you know, launching thousands and thousands of practices is there's other areas we can do better at and make it more efficient and more automated. So, for example, uh, subscription payments right now. Subscription payments are we process them on a subscription platform and then we deposit that right into the dentist's bank account. Well, currently somebody needs to enter those into the practice management system. So typically our practices once a month. We'll put those payments into the practice management system. Not a great use of time, right? There's overhead there. Um, but the net is we now, with you mentioned in the beginning, we were launching something called Clear Intelligence. And Clear Intelligence is our proprietary integration with the practice management systems. So we have access to the practice management systems. We can pull that data in and we can write data back in certain instances back to the practice management system. So one of the things we're going to automate is the posting of those subscription payments. So if you have monthly payment plans or annual payment plans or some mix of the two, when that payment gets uh, processed, we'll also write it back into the practice management system and nobody needs to enter that data into the practice management system. So that's one automation feature that comes with clear intelligence. And another one that, you know, it sounds small, but it's one that the office managers uh, really appreciate is now that we have access to the patient data and practice management system, if a patient walks up and wants to join your membership plan, all you have to do is query that name of that patient, select that patient, and we'll autofill all their information, name, address, you know, phone number, email, all that good stuff that we need on our side. Uh, so you don't need to do that. The practices don't need to do that anymore. Uh, benefit tracking status. So we'll have access to the practice management system. If they have, let's say, two cleanings included in their subscription and they've used one and we know there's one remaining, it'll be real easy for us to let the, know the, let the office manager and also the patient know there's one cleaning left, right? And so yeah. if they come in for the cleaning, this one's you know part of the subscription uh, versus having to charge them. So there's tracking things like that and automation things like that. There's other things, I'll just stop there. That's sort of some of the core automation features that will be coming with clear intelligence. Lots of other features outside of that, but that's the automation side. Right, now piggyback on that because there's never been a hard, harder time in hiring in dentistry. And so it's hard enough as a dental practice to find the right people. And the last thing you wanna do is give them 3,000 you know, minuscule tasks to repeat over and over again. They gotta be given their energy to things that matter most. And uh, it really improves your overall profitability when you put systems like this in place. Now, one thing I wanna, you were going down this path, but I also wanna say this, you know, most people might think a membership plan just benefits the practices. This really benefits patients. Can you talk about the patient side of it? Absolutely. So I mentioned the market research we had done. So the net is part of our, our market research included one-on-one -on -one interviews with uninsured patients, round tables where we'd bring like eight or nine uninsured patients into a room and talk to them. And we did a national survey. And we also talked to practices themselves to try to understand the patient. And so the net of the uninsured patient is they want coverage. They actually feel really bad. They don't have coverage coming to the emotional component of it. Uh, they feel like they're not very financially savvy by just going in and paying cash, right? So this sort of financial overhang for them as well. And they also feel really bad that they're not getting the care they need. They know they need to come in. They really value oral health, but they can't get access to the care they need because they're worried about the cost. So the, the net of all the research said they're worried about costs, they don't want to negotiate, they want more care, so they're sort of stuck and exposed. That's sort of the net of it, right? And so what the membership plan does for them is they'll look at it and say, let's say $30 a month. They're like, wow, the feedback we get is that's very affordable. Like, I can do that. Right. Can I do you know, 
$250 on one visit? No, but I can do $30 a month, right, for access to the care I need. So it just enables them to get the, like, get access to the care they want in a way that they can afford, in a right. way that makes it real easy for them to pay for. So it's just one well, and it's classic subscription sort of uh, sort of model and they're in all industries. And to your point, yeah, this is something that every industry has. Dentistry is a little late to it, but then that is, we're catching up fast and it uh, is being proven as a great model within dentistry. Yeah, and if you have any kids in college, you already know this conversation. Data engineer is like one of the hottest jobs in the world right now because companies need intelligence, understanding the ability to read this data. And you guys, I would imagine, but one of the cool things about Clear is you guys are rolling this out slowly. You and I talk, and then you're always careful about, no, it's on the horizon, it's not ready to go. And I like that about you guys. And what you're building right now is a built-in intelligence platform. I would guess as you segment this patient base, one of the hardest challenges of any business is to figure out who your core customer is and start building more core customers from that core. How does Clear take a look at that with the new platform? Yeah, so I'll describe sort of what our rollout plan is. So it's right on the horizon. The first version of this is coming out by the end of this month. So by September 30th, we're going to be rolling out uh, the first version of Clear Intelligence. The way we ranked our features back to the customers and make sure you focus on the customer value is we asked our customers, which feature set would you like and in what order? And we had our customers prioritize it. The first one they wanted was automation. So they wanted the payment posting. That was feature number one. Can you post my subscription payments into practice management system? So as of two weeks or so from now, we will have that capability to do that. That will be live on the platform and practices can use it. The next automation feature was the autofill of the patient information. The third one was that, can I see where the benefit status is? How many of they used uh, clean exams, x-rays that are included in the exam? How many are included in the description? How many are left? So those are like our first three sets of features. Now, the other one though, that they have asked for that I haven't talked about yet. So we got this automation set. We have another uh, uh, set of features that we call uh, clear intelligence growth. And this in, it helps a practice grow their membership. So the, uh, first feature that practices have asked for around that is, can you market to my patients? So can you just automatically market to them and I don't have to do anything? So what we've done is we build infrastructure where we can now identify different patient sets inside your data that are a good fit for your membership plan. The one we're most excited about is we've learned that there's about 2,500 dormant patients in every practice that are still in good standing. They weren't flagged as bad patients or, you know, uh, they didn't pay their bills or things like this. This is these are patients in good standing, twenty five hundred per practice. Wow. And so, the uh, we've started to we're actually running a pilot right now where we break them down into what we call cohorts, so different patient sets, and we're testing different messages with those pa patient sets. So, for example, one of our cohorts is any patient that's over sixty five years old, who's uninsured, who has outstanding treatment, who has not been in the office for eighteen months. Sounds like a pretty good patient, right? If you right. can get them back to the door. We're learning that they do like the idea of membership plans. Uh, they don't have access to insurance once somebody retires. Some of these patients, a lot of these patients end up dropping off because they don't think they can afford care. So we, we run a series of emails over the course of four weeks to these patients to get them interested in the practice and book a visit. And then hopefully when they're in for the visit, they actually purchase a membership plan. And we're having success with that. So, you know, that's just one example of sort of a, what these patient cohorts that we're working on. So 
The second feature set under Clear Intelligence is going to be automated marketing and yeah. growing your membership without you having to do anything. We can just take care of it ourselves. I love it. You're blowing up my brain already, and I don't even know how, how it's going to work. Another thing that you've got on the horizon is the ability to evaluate PPOs. Like, I think this – now, I also have to say this about you. Not every software company in the world wants to play nice with you. You know, you guys have had, you got to figure out workarounds and I'm, I'm not pointing out anyone specifically, but this is a road that often people have to navigate themselves. You got to figure out how are we going to gather this information because they've got closed loop systems. I'm making that word up. I don't even know if that's a real word, but like uh, you got to find your way in there to figure out how we can standardize this across all of our customer base. And with that being said, the PPO thing is just weird. I mean, we're doing it manually. We're working hard at the understanding of it. And the rules change all the time. The visibility on that information isn't the easiest. And so you guys are actually building it in so that you can track performance and evaluate PPOs eventually, right? Exactly. So the next set, so we got clear intelligence automation, we got clear intelligence growth, and then clear intelligence, what we're calling performance. And performance has two components to it. The first one, which we're going to put out first, uh, you know, before the PPO analysis, but uh, before that, people are asking, how are my clear patients behaving relative to my insured and relative to my uninsured? So those stats we talked about before, you know, the 172% increase in production and so on, we're going to show that to practice for your patients, not some average on our platform. We'll build it right into your portal, the clear portal, where you can see how these different patient sets are behaving. Um, and so if it's not working, we say, pull it, right? I mean, if we can't prove to you we have an ROI, then you should get off our platform. So we're going to show you your results. The second phase of that, though, is going to be PPO optimization is what we're calling it. And so PPO optimization is we can look at all your PPOs that you are either in network or out of network with. And we have, by the way, we can analyze and understand if you're in network or out of network with them. And we can tell you exactly what your level of discounting is by PPO. And what we've done, we do this on the side for practices that are on our platform. The difference is we're going to build it into the platform for everybody. But when we do it on the side, practices typically know if I'm collecting a certain percentage of my fee, then it's profitable for me. If I'm not, then it's probably not profitable for me. So we can very easily say, okay, Delta Dental, you know, production for Delta Dental is a million dollars a year and you're collecting 65% of your full fee, right? What's really cool, Kirk, is when you stack them up against each other, you can see which ones are producing for you um, from a just total revenue perspective, and then which ones are producing for you from a collections perspective. Right. And if you want to move away from PPOs, where do you want to start? You want to start with the ones that are small production and low collections, right? We can identify through that that, uh, PPO for you right away. Like it's bam, you see this graph, we pull up and we're like, there it is. There's the one to start with. Um, And it also tells you how these, all, all your PPOs are behaving. And, then you can branch off of that and say, okay, maybe a PPO is large, right? And I can't just walk away from them anytime soon. So why don't we try to renegotiate that, right? Or maybe I try to not bring any new patients into that, right? I sort of hold it at status quo and so on. And you guys are the experts here as far as the direction you give to a practice, but it provides the insight you need to start making those decisions. Okay. Well, you already got my attention. Like what's, you got to give us some perspective. What's the timeline for this? When are you rolling this out? Is this available now? (laughs) Hey, (laughs) That's my first question. My second one is I already have a in-house membership. Like I don't can I can I pivot? Can I try both? Okay, go back to the first one. What's the first one? When can I see this? 
So the first feature is coming out in two weeks. That's the payment posting. And then we have a series of features that we're going to be releasing every six weeks. So we're going to get into a steady six-week rhythm of releasing uh, features on top of Clear Intelligence. So uh, payment posting this, this uh, release, in six weeks, we're going to be adding the automated patient autofill uh, that I talked about when somebody comes up to your front desk. Six weeks after that, we're going to be doing the benefit status so you can understand exactly what somebody's used and not used. And then six weeks after that, we're on the fence right now, Kirk. So we're getting feedback. We're piloting the PPO analysis and we're piloting the automated marketing um, you know, uh, feature set. They're both getting a lot of good reviews and interest in wanting us to do it. We can't do them both at the same time. So one's going to be one and one's going to flip to the other side of the six weeks. But I don't know yet. That's still TBD based on what we learned from the pilots. Yeah. You're a pretty smart businessman. Like, let's get those first three things working really well. And then what the other features too. Um, so it'll be really cool to see all that. Now, the second question, I've already like started a membership plan. Can I test yours? Like, or not? Sure. <laughs> you want to. So we don't charge anything up front. So you'll get our design consult. You'll get all the training you need. We'll send you all your marketing materials, including brochures for your office. We don't charge anything for any of that. And then we just charge based on how many patients you put onto the platform. So you can try it anytime, risk-free, right? It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, but if you have an in-house plan, I mean, our best customers come from people who've had in-house plans. And so the in-house plans, Basically, people typically, I'm not saying it's always done perfectly, but typically understand there's a lot of value in this. But they start to break down when you get to 25, 30, 40 patients using it because you don't know who signed up when they signed up. You got to track credit cards. You got to track renewals. Right. You don't have any what type of benefits when they signed up for you, things like your fee schedule sometimes changes. Right. And you're not sure which fee schedule they're under. Uh, so it just becomes a mess. We hear that over and over again. The front desk team goes nuts over the managing the in-house plans and you're leaving a ton of money on the table. So for example, one feature will pay for clear on its own, which is auto renewal. Yeah. So our, our, our membership plans just renew. Like you don't have to do anything. Nobody needs to call anybody. If there's an issue with the credit card, we use a backend payment processor that gets flagged right away. Like when it happens, it flag gets flagged. The patient is notified and your team is notified. Like, so you just keep all that leakage out of, out of your subscription. And, if you not only is it good for you from a revenue perspective that those renewals just happen and your subscription revenue builds up over time on its own, but if you are going to some point exit and you want to sell your practice, you want to be able to prove that. You want to show an investor that my renewal rate is 80% on these subscriptions. You will get five times the value for that revenue than you will one-off revenue. Yeah. That's what it valued at. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I was going to ask. We talked about this last time, uh, and this is like, this is business wide on average, you know, subscription based businesses sell at higher multiples yeah. because they're predictable. And, uh, and that's what you were alluding to on the five times the value, yeah. right? They're, they're just, I mean, it, and it really isn't that hard to figure out if you're a buyer, you're like, well, this is kind of built in. This isn't built on the talent of a dentist or the communication abilities for the most part. You always want those things, but you've got the built-in business model. Am I saying that correctly? Absolutely. So they love, investors love to see sort of this automated revenue stream, right? That to them is, you know, is gold. Mm -hmm. um, so, and obviously for yourself, like we, we have practices that are generating a million dollars of subscription revenue a year. Like, yeah. Like, wouldn't that be nice? And like I said, that's going to get valued. If you do it right, when you're, you're going to exit, you should get 
the average outside of dentistry is 5x. You'll get 5x the multiple on subscription revenue that you'll get on one-off revenue. So yeah. it's one of these things that becomes a really, really valuable tool for you, not just from a cash flow perspective here and now, but also once you exit, you'll have. Um, so anyway, it's like that type of stuff is just, it's trying to do that on your own with a paper-based system or something that's sort of rigged, right? Just doesn't work. And if somebody's going to look at that, let's say down the road, they're going to, they're not going to trust the information or data if it's sort of one-off and you're being, it's being done on the side. Right. Now I know you got over 7,000 installs in this, but like, give me a good case scenario. Say I'm a dentist listening, you know, I'm 35. I got a great practice. I just put clear in, like, give me an idea, like what success is if I do this well, how many patients do I have in a year? And just pick, I mean, anything that comes to top of mind, because I just want our listeners to get some perspective on this. Like if 500 patients, a good, a good number to start, you know, in the first couple of years, like what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so on average across practices, um, there's a dentist on average has 1,200 patients. That's sort of what we see in the data. So 1,200 patients that have come in each year uh, per dentist in a practice. Of that 1,200, there's about 300 that are uninsured. So you have about 300 active uninsured patients per dentist in a practice. Our first goal was to get 50% of them onto the membership plan within 12 months. And then after that, you sort of push towards about 75%. You won't ever get to 100%, right? And that's just your active uninsured. Once you get that under your belt and that's working well, then we say, let's start focusing on your dormant patients. So again, on average, you have 2,500 dormant patients in your uh, practice. That is, from a conversion standpoint, we can't measure that too well right now because we just don't have access to the data and we're not doing the marketing to them. As we build clear intelligence, we'll be able to tell you what's happening there and give you an idea of what that 2,500 can be moved over. We're assuming right now we can move 10% of it over to a membership plan. I just don't have the data that proves it. So coming back, roughly, if you can get about 500, right, per dentist in your practice onto the uh, platform, that's basically what we're looking at, at $30 a month or $360 a year. I didn't do that math, Kirk, but that's your subscription revenue. Um, And that's where I was going with this. At 500 patients, $30 a month, that becomes a very predictable revenue stream that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's really a very important retention piece, uh, and you're building real patients that'll stay with you for a very long time. Now, here's where I'm hey, going hey, with Eric, just Sorry, real quick. So that is just a subscription piece. So remember yes. what I said at the beginning, production almost more than doubles. It almost triples. So that 170%, if you translate that, 172%, if you translate that to a multiple, it's about 2.5 times more revenue from treatment than you would get normally. So you take that subscription plus more than double the treatment, filling these crowns, right, and so on, uh, in order to really get what the real impact of your membership plan is. So it has a significant impact even outside the subscription. Yeah, the significant impact plugging in the system, obviously top line. And now let's look at the bottom line. So we talked about the 500 patients and the revenue, but you talked about renewals. Let's say there's 500 people doing renewals. The labor with 500 renewals. Wow. Now, here's another thing. Let me go here. Of five, Let's say I'm, I'm the dentist that does this. Okay, so I got 500 patients, Dave. Of the 500 renewals, how many failed credit card payments can I expect in a year out of 500? You know what I mean? So like, there's going to be some credit cards that go through, but out of 500 credit card charges, how many of them fail in that respect? So we have about failed credit uh, cards is roughly 10% of the population. That's just something you can't move. Right. Uh, It just happens, right? So yeah, so think about 50 a year is what you're dealing with. 
Yeah, 50 people you got to track down per year and say, hey, you know, and with a system in place. I absolutely love it. So I got to ask, I know you, you've got other things going on, and I always love every minute I get with you. I'm a big fan, as you guys can see. I've had you on many times. I love what you guys do for our clients. I love how you work. I see many benefits. One of my favorite is the CE you provide me. Like you provide great CE for me, our community. I'm always learning. Another benefit outside of just is the support aspect of things. You know, anytime we have a client who's on clear, they're like, dude, the support is just, you know, second to none. What are some other benefits people can expect outside of what we've already discussed from clear? Yeah. So we, I, I hate to, I, I don't typically use the word white glove, but what we do is we make sure you're going to be successful. It's sort of the net of all of that. So obviously we talked about the platform and all the things we're doing there and new features of our clear intelligence. But from the moment you talk, start talking to our business development team, we're basically trying to understand what type of practice do you have? What are the patient demographics? What are your goals? And then we customize the membership plan to meet those goals and support it properly for you to be successful. So our, our business development team, when they hand an account over to our success team, they have all the information they need in order to really jump in and start making this successful. Starting with, they'll do an hour consult with you to make sure the, the plan is designed right, is priced right, right, that your team is going to understand it. They set up training for you and your team. They ship you, like I said, all the customized marketing materials, things like that. Like This isn't like we drop software and go. Remember, we don't get paid a dime until a member gets onto the platform. So we're aligned, we're partners. And we hear that, you sort of mentioned in the beginning, we hear that all the time from our uh, customers is they just love our success team. And Kirk, you were mentioning ADOM in the beginning of this thing. We brought one of our clear success managers out to ADOM with us. She was getting hugs from our customers. I love like, it. Like, I can't feel, like, it doesn't make, there's nothing better for me than that. Like, we're not doing, I'm not doing this like the just, you know, whatever, just as a thing that to build and sort of whatever, you know, make money off of it. To me, it's that emotional side. It's that having an impact. I feel passionate about all this. And it's not just, you know, I have passion for dentists. I have passion for patients, but I also have passion for my team. Like right. th those three things come together to me is what this is all about. And that's why I'm here. Amen, brother. I love it. I love it. So uh, real quickly, if I'm listening, how do I find out more about Clear? You know, Clear is not spelled C-L-E-A-R. It's spelled K-L-E-E-R. Where can I go to find out? Where okay, do I start? So right there. Go just to clear.com, K-L-E-E-R.com. And you'll see up there, we have case studies, white papers, uh, all kinds of stuff you can go take a look at. Uh, but Oh, you also see up there, if you want to book a consult with somebody from our team, you can do that and they'll show you the platform, answer your questions uh, and, and take good care of you. So everything's up at clear.com. Yeah. And I can't remember offhand, like, cause it really isn't the important piece of it. But if you mention you heard it here at the best practices show, they'll give you a little something special. And I can't, oh, I, yeah. I, I don't even care what it is. Like, uh, I just know that you guys always do right by people. So make sure you check it out. So or Kirk, I forgot to mention, yeah. So we pull all act dental uh team members together and you get discounts based on the full community of act dental so you'll get a nice discount off of our fees uh for being part of act so let people know let my team know when you are getting your consult that you're part of the act dental team hey thank you dave from all of us so awesome i'm going to keep having you back again and again and again and i even ask you if you wanted to come back i'm just telling you you're coming back <laughs> and as you roll out these new features i really want our community to learn behind what you're learning, you know, and share that learning so that they can create a better practice and a better life. So, buddy, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Kirk.
I appreciate you having me. Awesome. Awesome. We'll stick around. We'll say goodbye to everybody else, but thank you guys for listening to the best practice show, show podcast. I can't even talk today. Hey, if you enjoyed today, I know you did. Just do us a favor. Hit the share button. Share this with your friends. Keep sending us suggestions for things that you guys want to see. You're going to see. I got it all lined up in the fall. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be awesome. And until we see you guys next time, keep watching or keep listening to the best practices show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.